Hello, hello from two different sides of the world. Mm-hmm. Hello from 11 a.m. 11 p.m. <laughs> yes, so right now I'm back home in Mongolia and yeah, and I'm still in Eastern, like, wait, was it, what is it, Eastern Standard Time? Yeah, Eastern Daylight Time. Yeah, so 12 hours apart, but today we're gonna um talk about something that maybe a lot of us has like more or less heard about that is yeah no matter where you are you you might have known that apple has launched a new mm-hmm. product <laughs> yeah we um so it's vision pro um, it's been a while since Apple actually introduced a new product, but mm-hmm. this one, although very powerful and very uh, never before seen, uh, I feel like after the launch of the product, there has been a lot of divide between the audience about how to feel about it because some people are obviously super excited about the possibilities mm-hmm. of the new technology, but um some are wondering if it's too much Mm. um and both of us are um like this past week so much happened that we can't just not feel like we're living in a dystopia and one of the reasons was actually this product Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so today like we're just gonna talk about our feelings and our just like opinions with this product from a very anthropological and humanity student background so like we're nothing close to like technology pros we're like you know we're not close to that type of people but we're just providing our own little like um like perspectives on that so yeah very personal and very chill just wanted to start from that and see where we can go mm-hmm. yeah so I remember um when I heard about this product coming and then I saw like all these videos and all those like um advertisement from Apple as well and I remember mm-hmm. so clearly that after I watched the ad I was texting Callie I was like like did you see like the the thing and then we just like call really like fast and like really casually but mm-hmm. I would just I can't stop thinking about how yeah how dystopian and how um this product is really making us feeling like you know we're really living in that like black mirror-ish world mm-hmm. but technology aside like I feel like the reason why I was so shocked and so surprised by the advertisement is less about the like how pro the technology is but more Mm -hmm. of like how this technology is being described or being um you know how the story is being told in the ad for example I remember how um in this like um family setting uh dad is um wearing the vision pro and making some food in the kitchen and then he's also having the screen like i mean the virtual screen in front of other backgrounds and then he's like switching between um talking to his son and making the food and then like but he's wearing this um 
you know, this Vision Pro on his head. And then like the question I was really having is just that, um, like why we need it to be so immersed in our screen. We're so immersed in our virtual world all the time that when we are even making food or when we're just simply, you know, simply having our family time, we even have to wear a device that literally, you know, separate our face with our family members, with our loved ones, and, you know, switching back and forth between these world. And I just feel like it's, it might sound so cliche, but it just feels kind of intentional for me that the distance between people in real world are being like, you know, are just like, larger and larger and we're really just sinking into our own little like you know own little universe maybe it could be good for like a lot of creativity or whatever or for your work but you know what is the what what happens to like the physical interaction or what happens to you know the face-to-face like quality time you know like that's just the biggest um thought i what I was having when I was watching the thing yeah yeah one of the questions that I really wanted to ask and I actually did mention this when we were on that call was oh why is everyone so intent on trying to escape the reality Mm -hmm. that we are actually experiencing and create this whole another dimension Mm -hmm. and virtual space and Mm -hmm. augmented space Mm -hmm. artificial world Mm -hmm. and I think the answers are probably like going to be very different so many stuff Mm -hmm. but just uh, in general (laughs) there's a, a lot of people mentioning how we're doomed and not just because how isolating this technology is, but I think with the wildfires happening and mm. all this um, just changes going on in the world, not just environmental, but also political. And like these past three years, actually, just looking back, mm. has been unreal, like a movie, like every month, every week there's a huge breaking news headlines about mm-hmm. some uh, shocking disastrous and like honestly tragic stuff happening around the world and mm-hmm. I think we're just um, maybe on some level subconsciously really tired of all this and want to have some escape mm-hmm. uh, and that might be why some people are really Uh, excited about it Uh, excited about the possibility to actually have a world that's not as fucked up as the one we're living in but on the other side as well like yes obviously like even if the world is like in this state the connections we have with people around us that's still going to be the same right and um this using this and immersing in those kind of like isolating spaces mm. is also going to mess up with what little we have left, which mm-hmm. is like the connections we have to each other. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was immediately reminded of um, my time that I had recently um, without any social media or internet or even like other connection to just like the outside world. Mm. I was um, just in nature uh, without any distractions with my family, like lovely people, lovely time. And the best thing was it's not just me who's trying not to like use social media or get connected to the internet, but rather it was like all of us not using uh, our phones as much, but really, really being present um, with the time we have uh, together. And um, let's be honest, I can't remember the last time I had something like that uh, with, like it's not just me but the people I am with in that physical space mm. are also being like really present and that time that connection is just so different like the conversations we could have mm. the thoughts we could have in that time is so different than any other um like con conversation or whatever communication we could have when we're constantly being distracted, not just with our phone, but honestly with so many other content, right, out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I feel like um, just also I was talking that because um, I'm recently like living by myself and like I don't really have like family or friends constantly around. And I definitely feel mm -hmm. that a lot of my time is being um consumed on social media and I use that definitely a lot and I also feel like whenever my friends are visiting or when I'm with someone else like I would definitely um devote mo more of my time into that interaction but mm -hmm. when I'm mostly alone like you know maybe it's easier for me to um just throw myself into all oh, this like virtual world and like throw myself into entertainment where you know welcoming all the distraction that's mm -hmm. coming from like all the different sources so I could definitely feel that like a lot and yeah I really agree like all these um you know there are actually like so much things that are just like constantly being created and no matter it's content or you know however medium or things it is like it's just being create and create it and like the more we just like sink into that world like the more we can um entertain mm -hmm. with all those things but I mean yeah like outside of that moment's enjoyment or like outside of that like you know a few minutes were like whatever time that you're spending on that like what is left with the time that you're spending with this virtual world I feel like that is also like a thing I'm also asking myself so I definitely wanted to work on that but also just going back to your point of like how this virtual um you know um world is might be the way that people are escaping the reality but that also just you know it sounds really it's really um satirical because when we're using all these technologies and like you know um we're actually using up the resources that are extracted from the real world 
and like you know all these things about how how much water is being consumed with chat gpt where all the like mm. computations and everything and i wouldn't doubt like you know I, I have no no clue about how much like um resources that mm. we would use for um you know one device of vision pro or like one device of a macbook you know the thing that we're using right now so i can't say that i'll stop using that because we're literally um benefiting from that but also just like you know to to what extent or to what end i feel like that is the thing i would wanted to know because mm -hmm. I, I also really remember like um like during a course i was taking with like interactive medias and stuff like we were talking about like you know why we're making all these um interactive stories or why we're making all these like virtual um realities where for example like we're making people um vr experiences like the things that like you might not be able to see in the real world and like you might be able to see in vr but um also like oh i remember so clearly that um sometimes it's about like dancing in real person and also versus like dancing in avatars and then i was curious mm -hmm. like why we wanted to like why would people for example you're just like watching an avatars dancing concert or something like that and then i was just like asking why why you wanted to see um avatars dancing but True. i think yeah i feel like um like, there might there definitely could be a lot of reasons but I think the answers from a professor, which I think is really, um, yeah, I, I think when whenever we're creating these things, um, we need to think about why we wanted to create that in the first place, but not for the sake of creating, creating it and then we're creating it. It could be, for example, like, you know, we wanted to um provide accessibility for a lot of people who might not be able to be in this world but then when you're making that you also need to be conscious of like who also have this access to the technology or who have access mm -hmm. to the devices right like I think that is such a huge huge question when it especially comes to very expensive um headsets for like you know the devices from Apple and or other companies like we are definitely creating a very um you know world that is accessible to people who might be only situating in one place but you can virtually go to anywhere mm -hmm. but like yeah who who is benefiting from that and how large this gap of accessibility is also being created while more people could be using devices like this and at the same time, like a lot of people might not be even having like, you know, MacBook or like their own laptop or whatever. Like it's just it's just going in such um extreme ways that people are literally um experiencing very different world. I don't know. It just it just sounds very yeah, dystopian for me. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me about our conversation earlier in this semester about like oh wanting to create wanting to do art and uh you brought up a point I never thought about before which was oh like you say you don't want to create too much as well 
and be mindful of the resources you're using to create something. And um, I like never really thought about that part. And the example you gave was actually really like good illuminating point for that. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing was, oh, like technology using up resources and um, who is like responsible for the environmental impacts. I was watching a vlog today on YouTube and um, one of the questions that the vlogger was answering was, oh, what do you think about, like, because he's a travel uh, vlogger, one of the questions was, oh, like, what do you think your traveling, uh, like, environmental impacts are and what are you mm -hmm. going to do about it? Because mm -hmm. his... Uh, like using the plane so much flying around so much and that's like environmentally very costly right but he his answer i really liked it he was like oh why in the first place are we blaming people for flying a lot instead of like um kind of like criticizing airplane companies for mm -hmm. not coming up with environmentally friendly alternatives mm -hmm. or like the industry being already so wasteful mm -hmm. and i really like that because most of the time we like as a mm. uh, public yeah. as just like population we individualize problems mm -hmm. uh, when in fact environmental and like so many other big scale problems cannot be individualized because our individual choices are being shaped by the industry and mm -hmm. also the infrastructure and all those other structural uh, policies and mm -hmm. uh, histories and power dynamics mm -hmm. um, I'm just throwing out so many like cliche words here but that's actually true yeah, so yeah. I, I'm not ashamed of using so many cliches mm -hmm. but yeah so uh yeah chat gpt apple whatever whatever uh instead of like blaming the people who are using the product we should yeah. also be asking uh and holding the producers accountable mm -hmm. right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exactly yeah it's i really i really agree like you know when we're um ask, asking or thinking about all these like impact or negative impact especially that could be brought by the technologies or whatever we're using like is never the consumers were or uh, maybe not never but like we should not be mainly blaming on the individuals where the consumers were mm -hmm. using those because um yeah I don't know it just feels like for me for example like when chat gpt is like being here um at one side I know that you know how much impact it has on like um water resources or like the environment but also like it's such a paradox that if you're not embracing it like literally you're gonna be um not expelled yeah. by the society but you're just like so mm -hmm. much behind and like you know no matter in what you're doing or what you wanted to be um having or making or whatever and like even in New York exactly. yeah and it's just it's hard for individuals to make 
those choices of like mm-hmm. whether to use it or not because a lot of the time we don't even have the choice but yeah I feel like it's so important to hold the companies accountable for whatever mm-hmm. they're making and yeah like yeah I just really like I feel like at this point I'm just really thinking when we're so like developing and when we're like heading toward this such a um you know development of all the technologies like have we have we ever like thought about where all these is leading us to and have all the companies where have them also like thought about stuff like that and also just one thing came into my mind is like it's yeah like it's creating such a division in our human like population in our human demographics Mm -hmm. but also on a larger scale like you know have we ever thought about how us like being like human beings and living being on this earth and like how we as a unity like what we're also doing to our like environment or this world that we're situating in and you know what are the like you know what if there's really an extreme or if there's really and um like liminal point for like humans existence like you know we never really know when that is gonna come and like it just it's just really crazy to keep pushing and keep going without um just thinking of why we're going there where you know what could be the consequences where if there's really this need of going there if that makes sense yeah I think um most of it is probably also connected to idea of progress and how like everything has to be progressing in the system we're living in mm-hmm. and like you said even without questioning why there has to be progress we have the assumption mm-hmm. that progress is always good like mm-hmm. if there's no progress we assume oh this is um yeah not good this is stagnant yeah. this is um regressing or even yeah. yeah but most like most of the time i don't think like if we look at nature or more natural state of things mm. there's no linear progress right mm. it's always more cyclical mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you just don't go up and up and up like mm-hmm. perpetually but more like cyclical you go up and then maybe down and then you come back to your initial point and then like mm-hmm. more like spiraling even mm-hmm. but in our idea of progress is more linear mm-hmm. whatever it is a task mm-hmm. or technology mm-hmm. uh, country or whatever right or even like our personal progress mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, that might be it but i also wanted to bring up another point connected to our mm-hmm. initial like mm-hmm. example of the vision pro mm-hmm. and i saw this one reel mm-hmm. about uh how like 
10 years ago, if you walked into a coffee shop, you would see people just, you know, waiting for their orders, standing in line, uh, looking at each other, glancing at other people, thinking about something. But if today you walk into a coffee shop and get in line, Uh, you wouldn't really see other people interact with other people because everyone is just on their phone looking down so the point that person brought up was now we're so occupied and distracted all the time that we don't have time to be bored and we don't have that time in our days where we're just you know uh We're not doing anything. We're not focusing on any task. We're, we have that free headspace to actually like reflect or organize our thoughts or even just come up with new ideas because boredom is so essential for creativity as well and critical thinking, right? It's those um, moments of rest for your mind where you can actually generate new patterns, new thoughts. So I really liked that. And um, just thinking about it, like, when was the last time that we just sat there without watching anything, reading anything, listening to anything, just sat there with our thoughts, with our boredom, without any uh, distractions or without any uh, occupying us from the outside? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah exactly I, I totally agree I feel like yeah we're just being fed into so many informations all the time and like yeah I guess that's like this kind of free headspace and like this time for you to reflect or this time for you to think um, or just to be chill for your brain for a little bit it's like very very important And like being very honest, like I feel like I'm also like not doing that enough. But one situation that I could possibly think about is like I feel like whenever I'm I am um maybe when I'm walking on a street and just like mm. trying to chill out and just like looking at people or just people watching is such an interesting thing mm. to do as well. I feel like maybe at those moments, you know noticing the details I feel like that is also a, like something I wanted to train myself to do a little bit more just to observe mm -hmm. and to feel to see what people are doing and yeah and like you don't have to actually um effortly actively doing anything concrete but you're just being present and I think that is really mm -hmm. a thing we need to train ourselves because A lot of the time, simply being present leads to boredom, as you said. But, you know, whether you have this ability to notice the details while you're being present or, you know, noticing the things around you while be while you're being present, it, it is something that you can train yourself because I feel like if you're sensitive to all these little things, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna your brain just like work or process things in a different way because a lot of people literally they they can't they can't really you know notice those small but pretty where no matter is pretty or ugly like small things just happening and also like this 
yeah, like this sense of um sensitivity and sensibility of the things around us and like how much emotional like response were you know what these things make you think about or what these things make you feel about it is also something that um I at least wanted to um see more like how I actually um responds mm-hmm. to all these things yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so, so I guess something to take out of this today's like conversation would be uh, creating that um, time and space for us where we're just bored mm. and um, alone with our thoughts without being occupied with, by whatever outside stimuli mm. is around us. Mm. And I would like to yeah invite our few listeners, mm-hmm. uh, if you are listening, to also do the same and maybe even like as a challenge do I don't know like mm. just sit there for five minutes without doing anything right mm-hmm. like every day a beginning point mm. mm-hmm. like every day starting like with something small yeah I feel like the the main mm-hmm. thing I really wanted myself or like you know whoever could also think similarly or differently with this I just wanted to I just really wish that our distance between people could be could not be so huge and like I just really wish we could still have all those humane like moments that are you know still within us we're still existing between us I really don't want any sort of um you know I really don't want us to be only separating individuals and not really interacting in this real world yeah so I guess that is yeah that is the takeaway from from us yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. okay let's um, yeah mm-hmm. but I think, wrap up then yeah 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 mm-hmm. so yeah thank you so much for tuning in yeah and yeah. more to come <laughs> yep more to come